0: My name is Sihle Bebe. Um, I'm originally from Zimbabwe and I've moved around quite a little bit, so different countries in Africa, the US as well, before moving here. Um, So now I'm based in Brisbane, which is where I uh, work and um, do everything that I do on the side as well.
1: Welcome to Stepping Out in Courage, hosted by Belle Yorston. Today's guest on the podcast is Sihle Gugu Bebe, a Brisbane-based physiotherapist by day and two-time podcast host by night. Gugu knows all too well what it means to take big steps of courage. Both her podcasts foster genuine connections, bring crucial conversations to the forefront of our world, and provide a platform for the voices of local dreamers and professionals in the community. So get comfortable, grab your notepad and pen, because this podcast is filled with so much goodness.
2: Thank you so much for joining me. Um, It's so nice to see your face again. We only met once before and I was absolutely amazed at the person that you are. You just come across as someone that is so grounded and what their values are and, you know, what their future sort of looks like and holds. And I think all those young people in the room that met you that day were so inspired by everything that you've already achieved um, in your life as well. So I just want to say thank you for taking your time out to join us in a little snapshot of our podcast.
0: Thank you, thank you so much for having me, Belle. I'm super excited to be, I guess, on the other side of the podcast. You know, um, not on the other side of hosting, I suppose.
2: So true, um, and I'll, that's actually a great segue for me. So we are calling this series "Stepping Out in Courage." Um, mm-hmm. So today I'm stepping out in courage with Gugu, and uh, would you mind telling? us a little bit about yourself so maybe your name where you're from where you live now and um, we might roll off a few more questions after that
0: Yeah, that sounds good. So my name is Sikle Bebe. Um, People usually call me Gugu. It's much easier to pronounce. And that's been my nickname for a long time. Um, I'm originally from Zimbabwe and I've moved around quite a little bit. So different countries in Africa, the US as well before moving here. Um, So now I'm based in Brisbane, which is where I uh, work and um, do everything that I do on the side as well. Yeah, so great. And can you correct me
2: if I'm wrong? I'm going to attempt to pronounce it as Sikle.
0: Cite-le. It has this African okay. click in there that I try to get people to um, practice saying, but it's much easier to just go with Gugu or some people call me Sile instead. Um, can you teach me one more
2: time though? Because I want to try and yeah, get it. Seelay. Right. Yeah. Say it one more.
0: Seelay. Seelay. Yeah, similar. Cite-le. That's good.
2: Kind of? Yeah. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, a really exciting sort of uh, you know, some people that are listening to this might have only ever lived or in Australia, been born in Australia. Other people may share similar journeys to you as traveling and moving around a little bit and growing up in different countries. But could you tell us a little bit about your passions and your professional life and maybe where you might have found some of them along your way?
0: Yeah, definitely. So I guess one of my main passions is people, definitely. So everything to do with people, and especially with healthcare. I found that um, healthcare is one way that I got to combine my love for being with people and communicating with people, but also practically helping them and um, bringing in the science as well. So I always wanted to be a doctor growing up. And even though that's something that could still happen in the future, at the moment I'm working as a physiotherapist and I really, really enjoy that as well. So that's one of my main passions. Um, The other thing that I love doing is podcasting and radio presenting. So a great way to bring in the creative side of things. And I get to edit, make music and do all of that as well um, by hosting the podcast that I host
2: and do you want to give it a little plug if we wanted to follow you have a listen
0: yeah so the first podcast is more life the more life podcast and that's all about quality um quality time with people crucial conversations and just hanging out with people and then the second one that I host is called the rich dreams podcast and that's all part of an event that one of my friends is hosting at the end of this year and it's pretty much getting to know some of the people around Brisbane and what they do and it's really good I think to be able to connect with um, people where we live so a lot of podcasts podcast people listen to you from all different parts of the world, but both my podcasts are purely, you know, around Brisbane people and the people in my life as well.
2: Mm, I love that so much. I can't wait to listen to some And I also feel a little bit more flustered and nervous now that I know I'm dealing with a professional podcast. Oh,
0: no, not even professional. I think that's one thing that I definitely found stopped me from starting them. I always thought, oh, but I'm not great at it and I haven't done it before. But now that I'm doing it, like the more you enjoy it, the more you want to learn more. So it really helps. So great.
2: Well, the other question I thought that I might kick off with is, I was just thinking about this before, you know, time is one of our most valuable resources and as a leader in our world and in our community, um, you know, your time is very precious and, and very valuable and recently you chose to share some of that time with us on stage at Altitude Day, um, not just today and in, in this short conversation, but can you tell us more about, you know, why did you decide to join us on the stage at Altitude Day? What sort of compelled you to be a part of it?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think one really big thing, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels this way, is that you often feel like your story doesn't mean anything to people. And it's just sort of this throwaway thing. Like You've gone through some stuff, but that's all right. And you know, no one else would care. And for me, I think it was partly stepping out and having that confidence to share my story, despite sharing so much of myself online and through my podcast. But also realizing after speaking to some other young people that Um, there was some value in there and it was really um, I guess really powerful for me to be able to see the value that a lot of the people at Wiley felt um, at Altitude Day so um, yeah a lot of people just found it very inspiring as well and everything like that so I thought that was really really cool just seeing that okay my story does have an impact and I really hope that's something that people can take away as well.
2: Totally. And I think um, you know, that's what I said to you when we first came on is I appreciate so much that you had that confidence to share that story with us because we did feel inspired. We felt inspired by knowing, as I said, how much you've achieved in your life and sort of where you'd like to go in the future, but also because you, you know, you have two feet on the ground and you're so grounded and you know your beauty shines from within, which uh is something that I don't know, just radiates from inside you. And that was not a miss at all on the stage at Altitude Day. So thank you again for being there. (laughs) Well, as I said, stepping out in courage. So what would you say is your definition of courage and what
0: does courage look like to you? Um, so for me, courage looks like shooting a shot. So pretty much um, taking opportunities as they come, even though you're scared and even though you might not know the outcome, but especially if there are some, I guess, things that align with your values and that you really truly believe um, will have a good outcome at the end. And good doesn't mean that you get what you want, but it means that it's an opportunity that could have, you know, meaningful ending to it.
2: Shooting your shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's such a catchy phrase, isn't it? And um, yeah, yeah. can you talk to me a little bit more about it? Because I have an interpretation of it, but I'd love to know yeah, what yours is.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think um, I have brothers that all play basketball, so that's definitely where I hear it a lot, shoot your shot. And then it sort of became a popular phrase on the internet, just being like, you know, just try it um, and, you know, go for it, so shoot your shot. And then I also love that it, I guess it's like an alliteration almost, shoot your shot. Um, And so I've sort of just taken it for everything, and every time I'm about to do something or I'm hesitating to do something, I always think just go for it. What's the worst that could happen, literally? (laughs)
2: I love that thought. I often do that myself as well as, yeah, what is what is the worst that can happen in this situation? Can I live with that? The answer most of the time is yes, absolutely. So let's, yeah. in your case, yeah, shoot the shot or, you know, you've got to be in
0: it to win it. Yeah. Your interpretation of it
2: of shoot your shot yeah when I think about it I I think about the individualization of it you know it's mm-hmm. your shot so it's your opportunity it's the thing that's been presented to you and it it might look differently to the person sitting next to you or the person that you're talking to um, on a zoom call yeah. Uh, but yeah but it's your opportunity and they don't always come around and so you've got to step up in that moment to maximize that opportunity that's in front of you and it's your time to shine so that's good exactly, yeah
0: yeah I love that um, phrases can sort of be taken, I guess, differently for different people, but it still means a lot to them. I found that even with um, my More Life podcast, at the end of the show, I always ask, what does more life mean to you? And everyone has had different answers, sometimes completely different, but it means something to everyone. So I feel like Shoot Your Shot is one of those ones as well.
1: Hey, did you know that Wilead has merch? That's right, official Wilead merchandise has been released and is ready to get your hands on today. We have crew socks, we have masks, we have water bottles, we have gratitude cards and stickers all loaded onto our website ready to get into your hands today. All you have to do is head over to wilead.com.au forward slash Wilead merchandise to put in your order. We can't wait to see you rocking your merch today.
2: What are three steps you take and or how do you prepare yourself to step out in courage?
0: um so one thing for me is that I love to have a plan and I like to know what's coming so definitely planning preparing and doing all of that is the big part for me um and it might means that you might not know exactly what will happen but at least be prepared for you know what might happen so if things go this way this is what I can do if it doesn't go the way I want it to this is what I can do so that makes such a big difference for me so writing a list, if that's what it means, or pros and cons list as well. I love that too. (laughs) Um, The other thing that I love to do is have a backup plan. So um, I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a backup plan. And it doesn't mean that you don't trust in your dreams, but it means that you're sensible enough to know that, you know, life happens and it's always good to have something else that you can rely on.
2: A writing a pros and cons list is actually what I did before I started working at Wiley So oh, really? I'm also, yeah, I'm also a writer of pros and cons list on, on big decisions too, or big um, moments of courage. One thing there that, you know, for you, preparation obviously gives you and provides you with a little bit of more confidence when you're taking on a courageous act. Where do you think the line is for someone that might overanalyze um, that, yeah, act of courage?
0: <laughs> for sure. And that's something that I've definitely, We've been in the habit of doing previously um, and they call it analysis paralysis where you're analyzing everything so much that you just can't move and can't do anything um and the line is so hard to find because you especially as a you know quote unquote perfectionist you kind of um tell yourself that you haven't crossed the line and that you're not anywhere close to the line. And then you sort of get to a point where you think, okay, it's been six months and I haven't done anything. I've obviously been analysing this too much. So it's hard to really know exactly where the line is, but I think if you look back at your planning and you still haven't um, taken any action, then you know that it's probably um, that you're getting stuck in analysing and often a fear of failure and you haven't been able to do anything.
2: Great advice. Thank you very much. What is one courageous act you have done this year? Um, And if you can think about that courageous act, maybe list some of the impact that it's had either on yourself or anyone else involved.
1: Yeah,
0: my definitely the biggest courageous act I've done this year is launching More Life. So I'd already been a radio presenter and I'd sort of looked at podcasting, but More Life, I think the reason it was harder to step into is because I really did love the idea. And it meant so much to me that I, it's sort of like putting your baby out there and you don't know what people are going to say about it and how it's going to get hurt and everything like that. So it definitely took a step of courage to launch that. Um, I guess some of the things that held me back were thinking about the tech side of things and who would listen to it and why would anyone care? And sort of everything that you think of when you put something out onto the internet, especially, um, the thing that I've found since launching it though, is that not only do people love it, but even when people you know, aren't all getting around it, I find that I'm so happy that I've finally been able to launch it and do what I wanted to do, that it's not really about people's opinions and not really about what you know, what this person might think or what that person likes and that sort of thing. Um, I've heard some feedback from people saying that some of the conversations we've had are conversations that they weren't sure if anyone else were having. They're things that they wanted to talk about that they didn't know people their age were interested in as well. Um, And so, yeah, it's definitely had an impact, which, you know, makes me so happy that I launched it. And also a little bit annoyed sometimes that it took me two years to do it.
2: That's the, both sides of the coin, right? It's um, good, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But congratulations on launching as well. So uh, yes. it's, yeah, thank you so much for adding so much value to the world. And I think sometimes we can be so scared of judgment, you know, so fearful of what people are going to think. And there's always going to be haters that you've got to put yourself, I believe, in a vulnerable position to find those that really resonate with what you're doing and are so grateful
0: for what you're doing as well. Exactly, yeah. So that's my courageous act or probably holding a crocodile, which I did about last week or two weeks ago.
2: <laughs> did you? Whereabouts? <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so it was where I work where they brought out sort of like a reptile um, show and then they asked if you wanted to hold anything and I wasn't brave enough to pick up the pythons, but I did choose to pick up the crocodile. So yeah, very rubbery, very odd. It started moving and I threw it back at them, but otherwise <laughs> it was pretty <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is another courageous act amazing thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, at Wiley, we're obviously very passionate about young people. It's our, our purpose and our mission to empower as many of them as possible. So what is a piece of advice that you would give to a young person that you know wants to step out into courage but they feel as though they're really lacking and they' they're just they're just not ready and they're not sure.
0: Yeah um, I mentioned this briefly before, but that fear of failing is usually. Um, the big thing that holds people back and I know it's what's held me back in a lot of different areas so I think what I would let people know and something that I've only learned recently as well is that failure is feedback and um, even if you do try something and it doesn't go right you could always learn from that and that means the next time you have an opportunity or the next time you try something um, you'll have you know an an experience behind you I suppose to give you the knowledge and um, understanding of what you can change this time so yeah. Just remember that failure is feedback and you can still shoot your shot knowing that you can learn from it as well.
2: Failure is feedback. And we call it actually, um, feed forward at Wiley because uh-huh, I love yeah, when you get, you know, those comments or that feedback, it's not actually sending you backwards. It's mm-hmm. going to project you further forwards because if it's something that's constructive, then it's, And you take it well then it's going to be something that improves the way you're doing things so that you become better at what you're doing and um yeah we like to reframe it around feed forward and you know if it's something that's really positive it's going to propel you forward as well because it builds your confidence or affirms what you're doing so yeah
0: yeah I'm gonna have to add that to my list I'm writing it down (laughs) (laughs) um
2: I whenever I think about my journey as a young person I often think about how alone I felt a lot of the time I guess quite similar to what you were saying about those conversations that you started to share now on your podcast there's you know people reaching out saying I didn't know other people were having these conversations or that this was relevant to them or anyone else so um you know we really want anyone that's listening to realize that that they're never alone when they step out in courage and so um we know that to feel that way, you need to create a support structure. Um, and you might also find support in different ways that you didn't expect. So could you talk us through a little bit around your support structure?
0: Yeah, for sure. I think support is definitely a big thing in my life, especially because you know, I've moved so much that it means I didn't have the same circle of friends growing up. I sort of up until I'd moved to Australia, the longest I'd spent in one country or one school was two years. So that's You know, even though you build a friendship, that support structure would sort of dissolve every time you move. So um, my biggest supports are definitely my family. It's a family of six who are very close, very tight-knit, and then my faith as well. So the things that I invest into and things that not only feed me, but I have the opportunity to sort of, um, I guess, support them and also feed them so that they can um, support me too. Mm.
2: A family of six is crazy. Sometimes um, it's just me and mum at home and so I'm thinking about, oh, my gosh, I couldn't imagine what it was like growing up with so many other people.
0: Oh, my goodness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you um, spoke there about, you know, changing schools and whether that's changing schools or changing jobs or changing universities or moving states or moving locations. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, a lot of people listening you might be able to connect and resonate with that. Is there any tips or thoughts that you can share going, when someone's going through that sort of a change and the courage they might need? Yeah.
0: For sure. Interestingly enough, I think the way that I first stepped out in courage, um, was when I first moved to Australia so like I said we'd only been at places for more, sorry maximum of two years each time and when I was in grade seven here I was asked to sing for something so perform I suppose in front of a, of a grade at school and I was so terrified and the one thought in my head was look I'm probably going to move anyway so I won't be have to deal with the embarrassment so I just went ahead and did it <laughs> um, and I know not everyone will have that same experience but I think That was sort of um, a little niggling thought that at the end of the day, people aren't going to hold on to your failures as much as you do. So even if, let's say, I'd performed and it was the worst performance ever, no one else is going to think about that for the rest of their lives. That might be something that I have to deal with for a little bit, but I know that um, people often don't care that much that they'll hold on to what you like I guess your embarrassing moments um and at the same time the people that do care about you will give you the feedback feed forward that you need <laughs> um, or they'll support you through it and they're the people that you should be you know, I suppose caring about as well
2: yeah mm-hmm. so true so wise you are for such a Aww. young age thank you I guess speaking of wise you know how do you um how do you continue to build your courage in ways of research, or you know, what what does fill your cup in that way? When you feel like a little, yeah, a lack, what do you? Where do you go to?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mentioned briefly before that my faith is probably the biggest mm-hmm. thing, and that's something that's um, consistent. It's not like a Sunday night um, church thing. It's an every day of the week that it's um, refilling my cup, and at the same time, just knowing when I need to take. Time to um, grow as well and um, rejuvenate. So it might be taking a walk outside, or it might be just sitting in my room with some music in my ears, or listening to a podcast that gives me wisdom as well. So I have a favorite podcast that I don't know if you've heard of Jay Shetty.
2: Yes, I have. I follow Jay on Instagram, yeah. actually.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So his podcast is one where there's just so much wisdom and so much to learn from that I know that I can um, keep growing through that as well.
2: Yeah, so good. I'm a big reader, so I've also read um, his book.
0: Oh, really? I've been considering. He keeps giving um, teasers through. Yeah, his book. right. <laughs> well. So I'm thinking, oh, I should get it. I don't know.
2: I, um, I really enjoyed it. So I would recommend, yeah, there was yeah. some really great value in it and I didn't expect to enjoy it, but I really, really did. It was actually, um, I stayed at one of my friend's houses one day and her mom had it on her bedside table and I was like, oh, Carol, yeah. are you enjoying this? I've been looking at it and not knowing to get her it or not. And she, I had a little flick through and um, yeah. so yeah, would recommend.
0: I love that. That's good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts around stepping out in courage with us. Um, Your time, again, very grateful for it. And um, yeah, thanks for doing a little bit of a plug on your podcast. Hopefully a few other people might go along and listen. But if anyone else wanted to know more about you, whereabouts could they find you?
0: Um, Instagram is literally my home at the moment. <laughs> um, so it's Gugu, G-U-G-U dot Um and that has links to both of the podcasts on there. It has a link um, to After 5 Radio where I have the radio show. Um, it is an international radio station. So at the moment in Australia, it's playing around 4 a.m. So even I don't listen to my show every week. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's how you've got links to everything. I have a link tree where you can also um, look at some of the other websites I'm on too, so Instagram.
2: Well, thank you so much for that conversation. And my cheeks actually sore from smiling so
0: much. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me, Belle.
1: If you like today's podcast, we know you'll love the other episodes in our Stepping Out Encouraged series. You can listen to these on Spotify. Stay updated with everything Wylie by giving us a follow on our socials. That's Wylie on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Head to ylead.com.au to find out more about our primary and high school in school experiences and workshops. As always, thank you for listening to another YLEAD podcast. We'll see you next time.